I am one of the hosts, Amon Bashir, and my co-hosts, meaning I'm the main host today. <laughs> Fine. Today, I'll That's take not it. What co means. Oh, Sorry, my, take over. <laughs> my sub-hosts are Keegan, <laughs> Keegan on, and Rob Atrell. And our guest today for episode number twenty is Rebecca Laviolette. Is that how you pronounce your name, Rebecca? Actually, Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca. So, oops. Get it right. Well, yeah. Fix that up. Know that. Um, You you go by many names, eh? You're 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 a girl of many names. I've called you Arlav before. It's true. Called you Becky. That's fair. Some people call you Cass. Yep. Anything else? Am I missing anything? Brown hair. Do people call you that? Sometimes okay. I get that girl. That girl. That's a good one. It's my favorite. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that girl. Yeah. Uh, one thing we do on this fine podcast is we start off li- drinking, listening to some beer, listening to some beer, <laughs> drinking some beer. Rob. I think Mon's been tasting beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. beer. Thank you so much. That's, that's what that is. Uh, uh, Rob, why don't you tell us what the beer is? Yeah, so the beer we have today is from Muskoka Brewery. It's the Harvest Ale. We're going with uh, the last few weeks, we've had a tradition of going with a fall themed beer. Yes. So we'll yeah. that tradition. My we favorite pumpkin. month. And then we had the okay. Oktoberfest, and now we got the Harvest Ale. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, as I mentioned, it's from the Muskoka Brewery. Uh, it's the brewery's pioneering venture into the into a limited run series of beers. Uh, and Harvestdale marks the end of the growing season and the process of gathering mature crops from the fields. So it's got uh, it's been dry hopped and brewed using the finest ingredients they could find. And the ale has a subtle grassy character reminiscent of the freshly cut harvest. I got that. I got all kinds of crops in here. <laughs> so how's it taste? Crappy. Yeah, musky. Just delightful. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I realize that crappie sounds a lot like crappy. That's not what I meant. (laughs) I'll put it on the I'd buy it again list. You know, that's good. That's when you know it's good. That's what I'm saying. You buy it again. I'd buy it again. I like that. Maybe more than once. Okay. Maybe more than one at a time. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. I've had some strong beers before, but this one doesn't taste like 7%. This is 7%? Yeah. But it's it's okay. good. It's very flavorful. Yeah, yeah. It does not. Yeah, it does not seem that strong. It goes down too smoothly for a seven percent beer. It's yeah. a lot smoother than I thought it would be. So they don't actually say what they put in it. They just said <laughs> a bunch of stuff they could find. <laughs> the freshest stuff they could find. Per yeah. bottle, or they have. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think the stuff thing is what's concerning. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> there's malted barley, hops, and yeast. Those are the ingredients and in water. But mm. <laughs> harvest makes it sound like they harvested a bunch of stuff and. Dumped it into the vat. Whatever we had that day. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! Pumpkin stems. No, but it's good though. Stems. It's good. <laughs> Gotta get better at, at advertising these. Oh, yeah. so crappy. crappy. Yeah. In all fairness, we're buying it. <laughs> One day. That said, if you want to sponsor it, now. Yeah, absolutely. If you like liquid vegetables that don't taste like vegetables, get this. Harris Ale is your game. Come <laughs> oh. All right, so uh, I'm just going to stick with Rebecca. So, Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca. Sorry, yeah, that's missed that. Tell us about yourself. Where are you from? 
Born and raised. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Way born back in, when. Born in Ottawa. Oh! <laughs> that's half the name of the show. Throw <laughs> that in there. <laughs> raised in a little place called Rockland outside of it. Okay. Just on the outskirts. Yep. That's that, cool. That east Rockland. East, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's home to you. Still home to you? Yeah, it's still considered home to me. I mean, not right now. Not there anymore. But. You probably go back to visit somewhere. Yeah. I miss my dog. It's not like my hometown. Of, I'm oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, you miss your dog and your family. It's all out there. They're all out there. All right. Just me in this big world. Uh, <laughs> it's like, nope. Uh, okay, so the whole Rockland life existed, and you went to uh, U Ottawa. Yes, I did. I studied in English literature with a minor in theater. Fantastic. How's that going? I have all the jobs. Sweet. Thank you for asking. <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> How did that work out for you? Okay. Uh, you don't do a whole lot in the English literature realm of things, but you still do a lot in the theater realm of things. Yeah, right? I do try to keep occupied with theater. Dabble. Dabble. Dabble here, dabble there. Whether I'm in a production or whether I'm working on a production. Which I am. Are you? Yay. Tell us about it. Yeah. It's called The Harry Eight by Eugene O'Neill. Okay. It's being put on by Chamber Theatre Hintonburg. Nice. Cool. And it's going up, if I'm not mistaken, in April. April, May. So, at a tavern. At a tavern. So, wow. Drinking and a show. That is cool. What could be better? Sounds fun. <laughs> Nothing. That's what I'm saying. All right. And, and what stage is the production at now? Like, what are you doing right now for this? So we've actually just started our rehearsal process okay. right now. Uh, the past few rehearsals we had has just been more going over the script and then doing some table work before actually getting onto our feet. Um, I have another rehearsal tomorrow. So starting tomorrow, we'll most likely start working on specific scenes and then working on blocking right. in regards to how characters will interact and essentially what... Like beginning for each actor to begin working on their characterization as well, because it is a very um, like there's a very large ensemble. Right. So there are numerous actors playing different characters as well. It's not just oh, everyone with uh, one character. Okay. Oh, that makes it seem yeah. So it's not just working on one characterization for one character, but numerous ones at a time. Right. Which we're going to be working out, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll okay. be challenging, so it'll be nice. That's great. And, and sorry, you're you're an actor in this in this production? Yes. Uh, are you playing one character or are you playing multiple? Uh, most likely multiple. I'm playing in the ensemble. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Uh, so just in terms of acting, you've done things in, you know, obviously different productions here and there. Um, but have you done festivals? Yes. So I recently, well, I've, in the past few years, I've participated in the Youth Infringement Festival. What's that? Uh, the, youth in, the Youth Infringement Festival is essentially a, a theater festival that goes on for about a week that is put on... Um, and by put on, I mean, like, produced and cast and directed and plays, like, scripts written entirely by youth under the age of 25, between 16 and 25 years old. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So the cool. entire festival is just put on, like, essentially no adult over the age of 25. Okay. Are welcome. <laughs> Except unless you're coming to see it. To which case, oh, yes, enjoy. So. We will yes. take your money. <laughs> yeah, so it's really cool because... Um, You'll have a producer, a junior producer, uh, who will start planning this entire festival, which is usually held uh, at Arts Court yep. in the month of May. Um, and then they'll have a call for script submissions. Okay. So anyone between the ages of 16 and 25 
who have a script or who would like to write a script can submit it. Okay. And then from there, they'll have interviews to choose directors. And then assistant... Uh, well, actually, stage managers. Um, and then from there, they'll also hold auditions. And it just kind of goes down the line like that. Cool. That's really neat. Yeah, it's really fun. So every step of the process only... Like, they only accept stuff from 16, 25-year-olds? Or the 16, 25-year-olds also run the entire thing? 16, 25-year-olds run the entire thing. Okay. Like, even the even the producer has to be under the age of 25. Uh, the only time that... that I can recollect where there are really adults is for every script that a director is putting on, they will have a mentor. So they will have an actor or uh, essentially anyone just who has experience in the theater community um, at a director's disposal to be able to come in and like talk to them about their script or talk to them about ideas that they have or come in for a rehearsal to watch just in case they have any pointers so that it helps them with the learning process as well. Right. So they're not entirely on their own and this works greatly especially for directors who might be their first time doing this. Okay, cool. Huh. Is it, go ahead. Do you go ahead. find that um, the productions in the Youth Infringement Festival are uh, markedly different stylistically or thematically than um, an adult perform play. You know, I've I've done this festival for I think four or five years now. Uh, always as an actor, so I've been in a few different ones. Sometimes the like the writing itself can be a lot different, right? And sometimes, <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's. Uh, Sometimes you'll get a script or you'll see a script and it's just like the writing is perfect. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you have some that'll take work. So I've seen scripts where when the production is put on, I'll I'll watch it and I'm like, this is actually one of my, probably one of my favorite plays that I've ever seen. It'd be one of the funniest ones or just one of the most like, the more dramatic ones. Um, And then there are some where they could use a little more work, like they're not all perfect. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Like I've been in some as well where it's like we've had to change a few things or maybe take out certain monologues or scenes or things like that really to get it to flow or to fit it within the director's vision. Sure. Because technically once the director has the script, if they so choose, like and if they speak with the writer as well, if they if they want to, like they can they tend to like alter it sometimes. Mm-hmm. If they have a specific theme that they want to go with as well or yeah. Cool. So now, uh, aside from the script, uh, just what about from the production or organizational point of view? Did you notice? Do you notice like big differences between youth infringement, or does does it typically go fairly smoothly? Like it typically, um, as far as I know, it tends to go typically smoothly. Okay. I have had a few people that I know who've taken on the role of junior producer and producer as well. So what happens with that is when you do it, it's a two year commitment. Oh. Yeah. So every year they'll choose a new junior producer. Right. And so that junior producer will study, if you will, under the producer. Yeah. So that when the when the producer's term is done at the end of that festival, the junior producer now becomes the producer. That's and they pick neat. a new junior producer. So you're never really throwing anyone into the producer position without them having first gone through it right. mm-hmm. with someone else. That's who has also had that experience. So can, it's like a uh, a constant succession planning almost. Exactly, cool. yeah, because there's there's so many grants or like grant proposals and things like that that they that they work on to get that kind of funding. Yeah. Uh, they also tend to visit high schools as well to do some promoting to get people to come out and audition or maybe submit a script because you'll get a lot of those at the universities. 
where people will see them and by the time you get to university you know what it is uh, and you'll more likely like audition for it Mm -hmm. but for kids in high school they don't really get that opportunity to hear about it Mm. so we don't tend to see a lot of high schoolers actually come out to audition right yeah that makes sense so once they started doing that, though, there's actually a higher attendance, as far as I noticed, in regards to that. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Now, in terms of submitting plays, like, I know you you, you do the acting, and you, yeah. you haven't submitted a play, is that correct? No. You have not. Okay, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> do people who submit plays, do they typically submit to other festivals as well? Or is it mainly just, you know, you see it in Houston Fragment, and you, you, know, you don't generally see that play in another... Like, if I went to a play at Youth Infringement, would I be able to see it at another festival like Fringe, for example? It's possible that some scriptwriters have submitted their scripts to the Fringe Festival, okay. which is much larger mm. and uh, doesn't have an age restriction. Mm, sure. um, I do know, uh, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, there are some people who have, uh, let's say their script hasn't gotten into Youth Infringement, okay. because I think they only accept. Anywhere between like five and ten scripts oh. per festival. So, people who don't, writers who don't get their scripts into the Youth Infringement Festival for the fun of it, might actually do a proposal as well for the French Festival. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Right. Uh, okay. Depending on how much they truly want to work on their script right. or whether they think it's ready to actually be worked on, because the French Festival as well is also a playing ground for new pieces. Right. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Also, so you have a lot of actors, a lot of. Uh, directors and things like that who will actually tour the French circuit across Canada and internationally as well and they might tour the same play all across it and then maybe work it along the way or once they come back take that feedback from what they've learned along the way and actually alter it to make the play even better or to just modify it to for like audiences or if they at first didn't notice something that wasn't working and then along the way more and more people kind of pointed it out that's and then cool. I changed it along yeah. that way, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that about French. So I've, I've gone to the French festival. Mm-hmm. I've seen a few plays. And uh, I've seen a few plays in my day. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, what you're saying is... And I, I know that, you know, our guest last week was talking about he, he goes to Fringe in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that people tour around different fringes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And there's actually... Uh, when, you, when you apply for a slot in the Fringe, they'll only take a certain number of the local theater companies... And then they'll take a certain number of international theater companies as well. That's cool. Okay. So if they have, say, 50 spots in their official venues, a certain percentage will will be accepted for, like, local scripts. Right. And then also international ones and national ones. So is Fringe uh, an international organization type thing? Is it national? Is it provincial? Uh, No. Oh, is it all run by just completely separate people? Like, do you know anything about it? I'm asking you to speak on behalf of something that you you, you might not know a lot about. Unofficially, on not behalf. Of sure. Yeah. Not on behalf of the French. No, no, of course. Um, the views expressed here are your, your own. You'll, yeah. Uh, you'll, as far as I understand, you'll have different directors for each French festival. Yeah. Uh, I think it started, for Canada, I think it started in Edmonton. Oh, cool. And I think the first one was actually in Scotland. Oh, so this is international. Oh, yeah. It started in Scotland and then just kind of like worked its way. That's fantastic. So now you have them in like Edmonton, you have them in like 
Toronto. Toronto. Uh, I'm sure Vancouver's got one. Probably. I'm sure, I'm sure they got something. Yeah, Montreal. Montreal does have one. There I actually go. knew an actor who was doing a show here and then went to the Montreal Fringe. I know a few actually who did that and they, they just kind of toured it. That's fantastic. A few, cool. a few actor friends of mine just kind of toured it this summer. Yeah. Working on maybe shows that they've done in the past and then want to rework or resurface along the way or new ones. Sure. Also that they're just taking with them. So. Sure. Okay, cool. How, have you acted in Fringe or am I just out of left field here and making you represent or <laughs> explain? No, I'm not. No, I, I just did this past Fringe as well. Oh, there you go. Okay. And the <laughs> director and scriptwriter actually who did that one put it on at the Fringe in the hopes of getting feedback in regards to it yeah. to actually work on it and remount it in the future. Oh, nice. cool. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's a, it's a playing ground. It's yeah. a playing ground for new works, which is why when you walk into a French show, you might walk out like breathless and taken away by one, and then you go see another one, and you're like, ooh, like, need some work. Ooh, it's not, no. Yeah. Okay, I got that. Very cool. Yeah. This is all volunteer basis. Uh, you'll actually make money for the show that you do the ooh. French. Based on your ticket sales, you'll get yeah. the money for that. Awesome. Uh, you you do have to pay clearly for the, for your venue. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, that makes sense. So I, uh, they tend to have, I think, maybe about five of venues mm-hmm. right. or around five official venues. Mm-hmm. And then you offer everyone who uh, essentially asks for or makes a proposal for one of their slots for the Fringe. But then you also have the option of a BYOV, which is bring your own venue. So what any, is that? It means anyone who didn't get a slot... Or who just decided not to go for one of them can actually present their own venue and say like we're doing uh, we're going to do our show in this tavern right. just around the corner. Oh, okay. Does it have to be in a certain proximity to the main festival? That I'm not sure. Okay. No, I just said that. They've always been they've always been at least a ten or fifteen minute walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there must be something. It. Like yeah, that. that makes sense. Yeah, a ten oh, or yeah. fifteen minute walk within it. Like yeah. Improv, you've seen them a few times. Yeah, the fantastic improv troupe. Yeah. Uh, they they do bring their own venue. Really, a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. same thing with this year, and I probably went to see the show like five times sure. because it was different every time because yeah. it was improv and it was just so good but it was, yeah. in, a, it was in a pub so you enjoyed being cool. and watch the show yeah, yeah, we that. should enter this show next year Auto what? do it live yeah here <laughs> this is the venue this is the venue <laughs> my, my yeah. home yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if I want we got room for like five or six people at least <laughs> You can decide how many people you want. Exactly. That's true. If you want one person. Yeah, you're going to create demand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So exclusive. <laughs> one person at a time. Well, yeah, exactly. That sounds like, extremely creepy, actually. It does. <laughs> there have been shows like that. That well, shows where they only take two or, three, uh, oh. two or three people at a time. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't uh, know if it was for Fringe specifically, but there, mm-hmm. I think I heard of a show that was taking place in an elevator. Oh, wow. <laughs> it just sounds like it's a Craigslist like ad. Yeah. Yeah. Trust us. Yeah. This is legit. <laughs> Trust us. It's theater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Uh, I think I think maybe now we'll, uh, we'll jump to one of our segments. Uh, how about, we have a segment called What's Going Down by Town. Uh, Rob, do you want to explain what that is? Absolutely. So what's going down in Bytown is our local events segment. And uh, so we take stuff that's in and around the Ottawa area and talk about what's going on. Normally, it's I think it's this weekend coming up or at these events. So uh, first on the list is the Bose Oktoberfest this weekend, uh, with events including live music on both Friday and Saturday at the Van Cleek Hill Fairgrounds. Uh, I guess that means they cleaned up after the, what was it, Demolition Derby that took place there? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. 
Uh, and so if you listen very closely, you can almost hear the sounds of Oompa music just over the horizon. So start airing out your leader hosen and dusting off that green alpine hat, because this year is going to be bigger and better than ever. That is actually not a joke. That is text from the Bose website for this event. <laughs> nice work. Nice work. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. So that actually, I was looking, it actually sounds pretty interesting. They have a couple of bands and... Uh, it's good. Have, have you guys? Has anybody here been to Oktoberfest? I've never to been anywhere. to Bankley Kill. Nope. I never. Yeah, I haven't been on either. No. Either. I want to go to the Highland Games. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. yeah. We we uh, we semi-advertise that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Liz. Liz lives uh, in Maxville. That's what it is. Or her parents do. Keegan, yeah. you said you've been to. Yeah, I went to a few here in uh, Bankley Kill. Yeah, here. And- <laughs> it was fun, but they're kind of expensive. Ah. Uh, and I don't remember anything. A mark of a great yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it actually You're leads uh, leads pretty well into the next event I'm going to oh. talk about the food and wine rave. Oh yeah. Finally. So I actually I'm, I might need some clarification because their explanation on the website was a little sketchy. But basically, what I got from this is this rave takes place on Fridays at the Brook Street Hotel. Okay. And uh, let me just start with this. I'm already confused. <laughs> Fans of raves will be disappointed. <laughs> what? Uh, so from the website subscription, this is an event where you pay to go to the to make your own fancy meals yep. in the kitchen of this hotel. So you'll be you'll be watched over by the kitchen staff, the professional chefs, and um, so it's 149 dollars a person. You get the fancy food, and they teach you how to make it and all that. Uh, and they give you wine that pairs well with the food that they're preparing, or that you're preparing, I guess. And uh, if you pay $410 as a couple, you can actually get a night stay at the hotel, too. Oh. So it's not because, a rave. Yeah, nothing says rave like spending the night at a four-star hotel. Yes. <laughs> Bring your own glow stick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. That's, it's that's strange, fun. but uh, it's... Yeah. Cool. So, last up is the Smashing Pumpkins, which is going on at the Cumberland Heritage Village Museum. Not the band. No. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Legitimately. <laughs> These are literal Smashing Pumpkins. It's like the Cumberland Museum? <laughs> They're not doing so well now. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is happening on Sunday, October 5th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. All right. Uh, and it's one of their most popular events. Apparently, this is a yearly thing. Uh, if Ottawa had existed in oh. past years, we would have obviously known that. That's it. <laughs> but uh, so you can actually, you can apparently you can bring a pumpkin or buy a pumpkin, and you can launch it from their trebuchet across oh, cool. the field, uh, <laughs> aiming for a giant bullseye. I, I assume you'd win a prize if you hit the bullseye. I hope so. If I had to pick any of those things, yeah. I would definitely pick the pumpkins. Yeah, Smash the pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from the absolute fun of launching things across the field, the event also teaches you about flight technology from the 1920s and 30s. Uh, you can make a model the airship. Yeah. <laughs> you have to Education. Sounded too good. <laughs> you can also uh, take in some storytelling before decorating your pumpkin for its flight. Decorating it? What's, well, that sounds like a waste. At least school kids <laughs> could convince their teachers that this is educational yeah, and take them out on a field trip. Yeah. On a Sunday. I yeah, see opportunity here. In Cumberland. <laughs> so there is something. Fun Cumberland. Yeah. Fun. Fuck. Cumberland, the land of fun. Cumberland? <laughs> no, no, I'm trying too hard. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to make it work. It's, it didn't. Yep, so that's uh, what's going down by town. All right. Uh, okay. Rebecca. What's up? I already forgot how you pronounced it, so. Rebecca. 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 So on. There we go. Good memory. 
Rain Man over here. Like in Urukai, but Woman Lear. Okay, you call Rob Rain Man because he remembers someone's name. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite the of Rain Man, like I said. That's <laughs> it. Uh, I'm just taking the habit of calling him Rain Man. I did yesterday too. Okay. Yeah, you did. Um, do you? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at our, our discussion topics list. It says dance. What about it? Well, do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just put it on the front of it. <laughs> I just thought we'd have a dance party. I could lie. <laughs> on a podcast. I thought maybe if I said yes, we'd play some music along the way. That's all I wanted. Well, think about it. Yeah. No, I've, I've dabbled. I've done it on and off and things. What kind of dance? A little bit of everything, cool. but mainly in the past little while, salsa. Oh, neat. Salsa. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. Are you cultured? I like to shake the maracas. Is there That's somewhere you want yeah. you want to talk about that you've done salsa? Like somewhere you had fun doing it? I took my salsa classes at uh, dancestudio.ca. You're welcome for the free advertisement. <laughs> it's, again, it's like an online dance program. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it sounds. So what it is. <laughs> oh, I said .ca. That's why. Yeah. Yep. My bad. Their website. Job. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. but sorry, uh, Ottawa Dance Studio? Or Dance uh, Studio? Dance Studios. Okay, cool. Just Dance Studios. Cool. I thought that would have been taken already. You think, yeah. But it wasn't. <laughs> um, it's actually really nice. It's like a really great prices. Neat. Um, where, where are they located? Okay, so they were located Ooh. at... Movement. Yeah. Burrito right. and Frio. Okay. Maybe Chapel. Around there. You Got decide. It. <laughs> <laughs> and when you walked outside of it, it actually looked really sketchy because it was just like around the entrance, was like around a building and like in yeah. the back oh, yeah. alley-ish <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, and then, but then once you walked in, it was actually like really homely and like nicely decorated. Oh, cool. <laughs> and, nice. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Rito Street, so well, you never know what you get with Rito. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be sketchy. It's like a box of chocolates. So the first time I showed up, I was like, I don't know, and then I walked <laughs> in, and I was like, Oh, this place is great. Okay. <laughs> so, but, but they're I, no longer there. No, I think they recently moved, but I haven't been back since they oh, okay. moved. Right. Ah, okay. Unfortunately, they didn't leave cookie crumbs or anything to find your way to the next place. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> Do you go? With they the, have a website. <laughs> 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 Do you go with a partner, like to learn salsa? You actually, like, as far as I'm concerned, you actually rarely need a partner. Oh. When I was first looking up for salsa classes, it was like, no partner required. Uh-huh. And the reason they do this is because when you, or at least for, with dance studios, is when you get there and every time you learn something new, they'll make you rotate partners. Oh, cool. So that you can learn to lead different kinds of women, but so that you can also be learned to be led by different kinds of men because some men might be more sharp and some men might not be as sharp in terms of like their movements or in terms of their leading yeah. so you need to learn to be able to read more than one person I, look when I went I had a friend come with me because yeah. mm-hmm. it's always nice to have someone practice with yeah, when yeah. you're not at the class yeah, sure. uh, but regardless as to whether or not you have a partner they'll make you rotate okay. alright yeah. that's cool which I thought was like it was frustrating at times <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is there is there a discrepancy between the number of guys and girls there? Because like, I tend to think in my sort of adolescent mind that <laughs> no guys are going to go to this, but there'll be lots of girls. But maybe I, people have grown up more than that, and so guys want to dance too. There was always more women than okay. men, but usually there would only be like like two more women. Okay. Oh, it, it, yeah. It was never really that much, and you'd also have because classes were back to back, and you would tend to have a more uh, 
advanced class after the beginner ones. So a lot of the times, some guys from the more advanced class would show up earlier to actually lend a hand. For the oh. beginner classes, the instructor, like the instructor, sorry, would let them onto the floor, yeah, and also partner as well, so that we always just had an cool. even number. That's really cool. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Have you done other uh, types of dance as well, or uh, is salsa your thing? No, uh, salsa is a more recent one, but yeah. I've done a bit of bit of jazz. Jazz up my sleeve. Okay. Nice. Bit of hip hop. Oh yeah. Yeah. One yeah. a, a week of a, a yeah. week of African in high school. Part of my dance class now. Haven't we all? I don't. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> a week in high school gym class. I like to think it does. Uh, it was dance class. Oh, you dance class. Switch it out. Sorry. Right. <laughs> That's good. Uh, do you have a preference? If you had to learn one for the rest of my life, yep. Does it have to be one that I've already done? Yes, and then no. Okay. So answer as if yes of the ones that you've you've done. Okay. And then of all the dances in the world. I will take contemporary lyrical. Okay. I don't know what that is. Yeah, explain that. Explain lyrical dance. Lyrical dance is essentially when your movements or the dance itself actually goes with the lyrics to a song. Oh, okay. So if the song is telling a story about heartbreak maybe between a man and a woman or maybe like a father and daughter or anything like that, uh, the story that is being done between either the one dancer or maybe two or more will actually play out okay. the feeling or the story of the song. It's like a play set yeah. to music. Exactly. I didn't know that was a, like that thing had a name, but do, do they, well. Which is why there's technically like there's kind of a difference in, in my opinion between contemporary and lyrical. Oh, right. Because contemporary the movements don't like they don't have to go yeah it's not literal yeah it's not literal right right. it doesn't go with it but when I was in high school we had like our final exam was a lyrical number okay so is there a genre of music you typically stick with when you're talking about contemporary lyrical like I imagine you're not doing country music because I'm thinking of People dancing to <laughs> lyrics of trucks. <laughs> usually, be usually be a slower song. That would make sense. Okay, yeah. usually because slower songs tend to tell a story, yeah. and it'll flow better when you're like in my humble experience when you're doing the movements. Yep, it'll flow okay. a lot better. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, uh, and and that's of stuff that you've done. Yes. Now, of all the dance types in the world, Argentinian tango. Very yes. specific. I like it. I don't know what it is. I don't know the difference between all the tangos. But whenever I look it up, Argentinian tango always comes up and I like it. So I'm just going to go with that one. Okay. Okay. So the first in alphabetical. Yeah. (laughs) I just write tango on YouTube. Like Argentinian tango. Nice. World class dancers. (laughs) Yeah, good enough. All right. Switching gears a bit. You lived in Rockland. Yep. You now live downtown. That I do. Thanks for noticing. Uh, Anytime. Uh, (laughs) So, can you speak to things that you can appreciate more now that you're downtown? I'll start you off. You and I have gone to uh, Grimprof. Yes. Easy access to Cockney Line, which is the establishment that they... Perform <laughs> at my friend once called the lion's cock, and I just laughed for a very long time. You can't stop with me. And then we pronounced it all the time. And we had one friend who was like his favorite bar, so every time we said it that way, like it's the cock and lion. And we're like, 
Have fun with it. It's yeah. fun. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's not the best bar in the world. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Spark Street? It's not yeah. Spark Street. Yeah. We've been like there. a basement bar? Yeah, I went to like weird karaoke the there only, once. The only yeah, time I've ever seen it full is karaoke. Oh, there you go. I've <laughs> never seen it full other than that. Yeah. Well, it's Although Grimprov does pull in a bit of a crowd. Yeah, they do, because they're worth it. They're what, worth what's Grimprov? You said three oh, times. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I say three times. <laughs> Explain Grimprov. Grimprov is an improv comedy group, mm-hmm. and they do long-form comedy. So, opposed to, like, the French version of improv, where you have two teams going up against each other and then have the audience vote, with them they'll have a specific theme, and they'll get suggestions from the audience, and they'll weave an entire, like, 30-minute improvisation incorporating all those themes. So, one of my favorites was Inception Prov. I did at one point. (laughs) And they tend to be four at a time. There's three people in the group, and then they always have at least one guest star right yeah so they would send one of them out and then have the audience decide what they needed to implant the idea they needed to implant in this person's Mm -hmm. head (laughs) and the improv would not stop until they succeeded (laughs) so they got us to pick one and if I remember correctly ours was he has to believe he is sexually attracted to flannel <laughs> that seems very easy. Am I weird? <laughs> yeah, you're weird. <laughs> and then they had the audience also pick like three levels of dream that they had to go through along right. the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they also have their own DJ, DJ Helicase. Cool. Who just provides all of the music throughout the improv as well for whenever mm-hmm. there's like something sinister or like happy or sad right. going on. Yeah. It's, it's a really good show. It's, it's hilarious. Fun. Yeah. It's so right. fun. I think so, we play every last and first Wednesday of the month. That's okay. Cool. Cool. So there's there's a shout out to to a comedy troupe or improv troupe. You're welcome. So <laughs> again. Uh, so yeah, that's one thing, for example, that you can experience more downtown now that you're down here. Are there other things that you've grown to appreciate? I appreciate my commute to work a lot more. Now that it's a 10-minute walk away. It does. Yep. As opposed to a 40-minute drive without traffic. Yep. Uh, I, it's a lot easier to do theater. Mm-hmm. Now, because most rehearsals happen either downtown or close to. Uh, whereas before, it would be like, oh, I have a rehearsal. How am I going to get home to Rockland? There's no buses. <laughs> Hilarious. Not so really. what, what would you do? <laughs> I have my car. Okay. Time. That seems like a simple solution. Spent a lot of money on gas. Yeah. My yeah. younger sister needed it a lot. So, and then I have to drive home and get up early for work. So it's kind this of. This is stuck. just easier. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot easier. And then all my friends are downtown, or most of them. Yeah. Many of them. Many of them. It's easier to go out and then come home and then get up and go to work the next morning. Right. As opposed to, I can't really stay out late because I have to drive all the way home, sleep, get up extra early, drive into work. Yeah. That. Sweet. Um. Also, I don't have a billion dishes to do. So, so coming from a family of five children, (laughs) that generates a lot of dishes. I can imagine. So now it's just me and my roommate. <laughs> nice, manageable. Cool. Yeah, that's cute. Cool. Uh, things about things you miss about uh, Rockland aside from your dog and family. The stars. As in the celebrities? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's exactly. What it's a celebrity-filled town, Rockland. You don't even know. No. no, you just you can't really see a lot of stars here. Is Rockland that far out? Like, how far is it? Like, yeah, it's 15 minutes. minutes past Orleans. 
It's about uh, 30 minute yeah. drive from downtown. Yeah, that is great. So you can see all the stars. I've actually seen the northern lights in Rockland a few times. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, But you don't get that here. No, no, that's, that's for sure. Also, going to bed and not having to hear sirens five times. <laughs> yeah, we get that. We get that on the podcast every now and again. So, that, yeah, that's okay. Enjoyable. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, how about we do another segment? I see you celebrating so you can have another cookie that's uh, made. They're really yummy. I'll just Thank say, you. say it. I had the Kit Kat one. Or- oh, there you go. <laughs> I can tell. Um, let's do Classic Ottawa. What's uh, Classic Ottawa, Keaton? Classic Ottawa is our news segment where I pretend to be a newscaster. Um, and we keep our... our um, Constituents? What are you, viewers? Listeners? Listeners. Listeners. Not constituents. No. <laughs> We're not politicians yet. <laughs> yet. Uh, give them the news. So, um, the Ottawa Red Blacks have scored an average of 10 points per home game this season, leading some fans to believe that TD Place is cursed. And apparently the, the Ottawa citizen as well. That's where I, yeah. I pulled this from. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. Well, <laughs> while the idea is compelling, less superstitious spectators have formulated their own theory that the Ottawa Red Blacks are not good at playing football. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to a Red Blacks game? My sister's a cheerleader. I have to go to a Red Blacks game. Oh, cool. My sister is a cheerleader. Oh. I forgot about that. She actually, I was in like all the way up in the stands just last Friday. Yeah. And she was on the field. She actually saw me. Wow. We started doing the same dance moves. It <laughs> <laughs> was great. Okay. So I think the Red Blacks are just a new team. Yeah. And need time to actually work together <laughs> before they get anywhere. Like, I don't know, maybe any new team. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Have we learned know. nothing from the Mighty Ducks? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You just need time, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And Emilio Esteban. Yeah. Esteban. Esteban's. 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 Damn. How, <laughs> I swear there's a B in there. It's not Emilio. <laughs> How are the cheerleaders doing? Are they okay this season? You know what? They got all their stunts. Okay. No one fell. Wow. Just going to throw that out there. Right. Yeah. The Red Blacks have lost, they said five running backs this season, so <laughs> the cheerleaders are doing much better. Fewer yeah. cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very impressed. There you cheerleaders. go. Good stuff. Actually, I think they have like just dance cheerleaders too, and they were dancing in like boot heels. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, good for you. That's impressive. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I imagine. Sounds kind of them, but yeah. all right. <laughs> uh, a 14-year-old Ottawa girl won the youth championship chess tournament last week in South Africa. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Kiyu Zhu was the only competitor who went undefeated in the event. When asked what she plans to do to celebrate the achievement, she said, practice more chess. Boom. <laughs> she should like Scrabble. She's a Q, a Z, and a Y in her name. Eat your vitamins. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But um, I didn't even know that chess tournament was a thing. No, we do now. And yeah, those little, that was little like point takers that you just click yeah. on. Is it? Oh, yeah. Every time you make, every chess, time you make you know? a move, click. Right. Right. Yeah. Was it speed chess? Or oh, was it just regular. Yeah. I don't know. There's a picture of her. Speed chess is crazy. Being pensive. <laughs> I don't know. What that means. It was some kind of chess. Oh uh, yes, that classic pensive chess. The position. chess pose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ottawa mayoral candidates have began unveiling their future plans for light rail this week. Jim Watson has vowed to start a second phase of building, adding 35 kilometers of rail. Uh, candidate Mike McGuire has proposed to finish the first phase of building 
while exploring less expensive options for phase two. And candidate Homeless Harry has vowed to revamp, <laughs> <laughs> revamp the light rail system using lasers and flashlights to transport citizens into space. <laughs> it's a lot of promises being made. Yeah, a lot of promises. What was interesting, I don't know who, but one of the candidates was quoted for real as saying that, you know, vote for me because I have an alternative. You know, there's this whole like, hashtag of reset, hit the reset button or something like that because they want to just reset the whole operation again. You know, after they've sure. been doing this constantly for the past like yeah. 10, 15 <laughs> years. But, uh, and then he was asked, you know, well, what's better, your plan or the, or phase two? And he's like, well, phase two. Like, yeah. no, you're, definitely, you're definitely gonna get the votes. Fantastic. That was homeless Harry, right? No, no, this was actually one of them. Yeah, anyway. Uh, an Ottawa an Ottawa woman won forty eight million dollars in a lot of max earlier this year. She has since opened one yoga studio and plans to open a second and said that she is very satisfied with how she's spent the money so far. Her husband, who has been battling cancer and struggling to pay for care, was successfully treated and is now in remission. Good news. Some good news. The winner is founding a charity to help other cancer patients pay their huge medical bills. Some great news, in case you weren't paying attention, that apparently winning the lottery cures cancer. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> Took me until the very end. <laughs> Uh, and finally, a 62-year-old local woman who has been fighting MS for over 10 years participated in the Get the Jump on MS skydiving event, which is a thing. Immediately, <laughs> immediately after landing, she proclaimed, oh my god, it was better than sex. Just in case you forgot that your parents were getting it on, now you also know that it isn't always good. <laughs> did she actually say that? She did. Yeah, she did. Oh, that's a real quote. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. Uh, all right. There that is. But that is the news. Back to you, Amon. Oh. Nice. Oh, I like that. <laughs> say it again. Damn it. <laughs> I got greedy. <laughs> Right, back to you, Amon. Uh, some weird, like, desperate way. He's like, say it again. <laughs> like, you like, really <laughs> like it too much. I don't want this. <laughs> it's recording. I'll just I'll replay it. Put that in the theme song. <laughs> yeah, so say it again, Amon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, so I want to get to some of your favorite things about Ottawa. But one of the things that we talked about just beforehand... <laughs> How do you feel about the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Why did you start on it? <laughs> Just did. I will rant forever. It was the worst. It was the worst. Yes. How, how do you compare it to the 90s? You can't. You can't. Because the 90s was great. Okay. So let's say the 90s are at 100%, as in like, as good as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie can get. Yes. What percentage would you give the Michael Bay rendition? Nope. Edition? Version? <laughs> Version. Any other word? <laughs> Any other word that makes sense. Can you can you grade it in relative to 1990s? You know what I'm saying? 1990s is perfect. I think she's saying zero. <laughs> it sounds like. Like it doesn't. It, can, it does doesn't even rank. Cute. Yeah. Like that's a thing. Oh, oh, and just because it's that bad. Because I just did not. There was one redeemable quality of that movie. Okay, which huh. is the elevator scene. Okay. Well, I haven't seen it. So. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I can't even. I won't see it, probably. Well, you know what? Because no, of this, I will not see it. All right. <laughs> Except the elevator scene. So the elevator scene. Hmm. YouTube it. <laughs> and then you've got the whole film. <laughs> Everything you need to see in the film is on YouTube. That's it. Uh, okay. 
How did you find? <laughs> I'm laughing as I'm asking this question. How did you find Megan Fox's uh, uh, representation of the April O'Neil character? <laughs> <laughs> Again, no, no answer. <laughs> She's sitting here with her arms crossed, just very upset. You know what? Let's move on. Let's move on. Just don't even right now. Don't even. It's even a rant or dead silence. Yeah, she can't even. I can't. Uh, <laughs> favorite things about Ottawa? Go Ribfest. Oh, yep. Twice a year now. Did you go I to Ribtoberfest? It's actually on a farm. It's pretty sad. It was on a farm where you were. Yeah. I was on a farm. Is that sad? That, that's a sad thing? It's sad that you didn't get ribs. Oh, yeah. I was sad I didn't get ribs, but I'm not sad that I was on the farm. It was yeah, great fresh time. ribs. It was a swell time. You could have fresh ribs. I had fresh chicken wings. Oh, there you go. I assume they were fresh chicken wings. <laughs> there were chickens on the farm. Right. There were wingless chickens yeah. on the farm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. It was great. I went apple picking, too. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All kinds of things. I, brought, I already had like an entire bag of apples from Costco at home. <laughs> but then we were just driving by the apple orchard. That's no, not why not. <laughs> so I got like eleven more pounds. Of pounds. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say eleven more but no. uh, pounds. Uh, okay, what else? I, I'm seeing uh, a Horas. What is that? Horas. It's a good old little Mexican joint. Where? Right in the market. Cumber? No, Dalhousie. Yeah. Dalhousie. Dalhousie. By Duns. Yeah, right in the big. You go down and it's so colorful. You think you were at summer camp. Oh, neat. Kind of or yeah. in Mexico. Or in Mexico, but I haven't been there, so I can't. Yeah. Oh, pretty colorful. Okay. But I've been to summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> Let me it tell you. Colorful. Let me tell you about summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm also seeing the Byward. You just wrote the Byward Market. I did. Just as a whole. I okay, met all yeah. the fruit stands. Oh, yeah. And the herbs. Do you buy fruits and, and herbs from there? Herbs, even? I bought a few berries in my day. <laughs> nice. In my day. A few grapes. Okay. I bought a mint plant. Ah, yes. I bought a ring. You bought a ring? The spoon ring. Oh, yes. Nice. Okay, very cool. Yeah, made out of the hilt of a spoon. Oh, cool. I have seen those around. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I always forget that the market is actually a market. Yeah. Whenever people are interested in buying a market, they're going to a club or something. Well, yeah. 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 I, I don't really go for any other than Lush. I don't really go for like any of the stores there. Mm-hmm. I'll just go for the market. Because right. it's nice to walk around in. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah. In summer. Let me stress that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's desolate in the winter. Yes. Cool. Yeah, summer was over there last weekend. It was just, yeah, just walking around. You you don't really appreciate it as a whole lot. Yeah. I like how slack security is oh. at Uh-oh. the parliament. Oh. Because you can just walk the grounds whenever you want. Three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's Walk the grounds. Have fun. Yeah, you wouldn't really expect that. Warm yourself by the flame. <laughs> yep. Also, not a security guard in sight. <laughs> what yeah, like, that's what my thing protect? too. Like I've been there at three in the morning before. Nothing. That well, flame is not supposed to go out. It's supposed to be eternal. So you could put it. So put it out. Someone as could, a prank. Potentially. Take that, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's out. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, I never actually thought of going. You know, late at night. Uh, I mean, I've walked by it. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a buzzkill. But it, <laughs> I, uh, how dare you? <laughs> are the lights still flashing? No, they only do that during the, yeah. the light show, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. You can lay on a lawn or something. You can hang out by the Regal Queen. You can walk. We can walk by the back of it. Oh. Regal Cowboy. That's what it was. <laughs> Mess that up. What? Cowboy. Queen on a horse. Yeah, there was any cowboy. On. Yeah, queen. she's on a horse. Queen is on a horse. That's not cowboy. Cow lady. No, that's a queen. Cow girl. Around. 
at one point in time. <laughs> Before the motor carriage like, came yeah. out. It was, just, it was just dead air. Just dead air. I just always like how nice it is. Like, you could yeah, no, call them and they're just like, yeah. That's fair. Right. No, yeah. no one's gonna no. show up and do something terrible. No. Yeah, we're Canadians. Everyone's <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Uh. Um, I'm also seeing it just says Dorito Canal. You just like the Dorito Canal as a whole. Swimming. Winter or summer? Snorkeling. Winter and summer, because I can skate on it in winter. Yeah, that's true. Yep. I always enjoy how it becomes the longest skating rink in the world. Yep. I enjoy that I can eat a beaver tail on it. Yeah. I enjoy that. Gibson. Yep. Uh, maple syrup on a stick. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a my thing. favorite. It's very good. Okay, you can also get those in the market in the winter. That's true. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. What's so? Can I ask? When was the first time you were on the canal? Being somebody from here, from Ottawa, like on the canal, or like skated on the canal? Oh man, when I was a kid. Okay, because I I know. Well, I, I, what about you, Keegan? You yeah, same. Same as kid. When was the first yeah. time you went skating, Amon? Yeah, Amon. First of all, I went skating as a kid in Lake Ontario, where sure. I'm from. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, I, I know people who, they've been in Ottawa for, for a long time, but, you know, they've never seen Parliament. They've never skated on a canal. Because it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, it's, all, it's always They've here. never even seen it? No, they can see it, but they've never, oh, no, no, they've never seen the inside of it. Okay. Yeah, everybody's seen Parliament. I feel like everyone should discover their own country before they fly off and yeah. look at everybody else. They should, but people, I think, take their hometown for granted. They do. Yeah, yeah. for sure. They absolutely do. Like, I came here as a tourist, so I did it all. Not at all. I did a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like, just downplaying it. Uh, anyway, um, we're, I, I know we're, we're running low on time, but uh, we, we should have done this first, but we have a sponsor. That's fine. Uh, yes, Who's we do sponsor? have a sponsor. So, our sponsor this week, they were actually very excited to get the opportunity to support the show. And they're so confident in their product that they actually didn't give us any copy to read. So, our sponsor for this episode is... Uh, <laughs> actually, you know, they're in Hindenburg. And I'm blanking on the name right now. Uh, they're, they're a trendy new restaurant. Uh, and they, so they just opened on Somerset West. Oh, I'm sure you know the one I'm talking about. Amon, can you help me out here? Is it Hintonburger? So no, nope, not Hintonburger. Uh, they have a really fancy <laughs> menu. They've got like trendy drinks. Their menu's small. They print them out every day. You're describing every single place. Uh, no, 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 no. This is really embarrassing. They always have half price drinks on Wednesday. Okay. Bill's uh, Bistro. Uh, okay, they have this dip That's that they thing. serve with sweet potato fries. Yep. It's just incredible. Like, like everyone. Uh, I really wish I could remember the name. Oh, you're doing this on purpose. Uh, <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it, and yeah. I'll, we'll put a link to the website. Okay. Uh, yeah. Or Google it. It'll, it'll come back to me. It's just fine. Google a place. People can Google it. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> So you, whoever you are, continue sponsoring us. <laughs> Please <laughs> come back next week. Oh, fantastic. Um, one thing we do on the old podcast. Yeah. Uh, we I don't know when was the last time we did this segment, but wow. like, it's called I Ask Questions Around Here, where we give you, Rebecca, not, well, this time you, uh, Generally, whoever our guest is at the time, uh, <laughs> will give you the opportunity to ask us a question, one question, and the three of us will answer the same question. Got it. You got it? Yeah. All right. Ready? Shoot. Okay. 
What is your spirit jello flavor? Mm. And why? Can you define spirit jello flavor? <laughs> it's like I think we're all curious. It's like your spirit animal. Yep. But jello. Okay. Okay. I think mine would be lime. Ah, oh. Damn it. Because it is green, and I like the color green. Yep. And also, you can put it in a pie. And I like pie. Nice. <laughs> Why do you put that in? Lime pie. Obviously. Lime jello pie. <laughs> that jello is different than key lime, lime pie. pie. That- <laughs> no, I don't like key lime pie. <laughs> Jello pie. I'm gonna say, uh, what's a red one? What's strawberry? Raspberry. Raspberry. Anything you want. Grape. Raspberry is that pinkish one. My spirit animal is red Jello. Nope. Cherry. Cherry Jello. Spirit Jello. <laughs> spirit animal. Is that what I said? Yeah. Uh, spirit Jello. I'll say animal again. Is red Jello. Cherry. Cherry. Okay. Is that confirmed? Sure. It could be confirmed. strawberry. It could be Let's any flavor. It. We're going with cherry. Boysenberry. Because I like to be... Nope. <laughs> 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 We're going to make a cherry on top joke. Uh, I think red is... Uh, <laughs> You're making this up. Take this seriously. I think red is a um, a strong color. It stands out. I feel like I stand out in the crowd. Not just because of my color, but because of my personality. I think... Um, Everything I do and everything I will do ah, you're so is represented <laughs> in the color red and the power red represents. You're making me cry, man. That was beautiful. You're right for mayor. That's, that's it. I even did the thumb thing. On the, on the cherry jello platform? Yeah, that's it. That's, uh, that's the best I can do there. All right. That was good. Uh, I cannot follow that up very well, but uh, I would have to say... I like. I have to go with chocolate just to break. It's Jello pudding, so it still counts. Oh, it does count. It's weird. Uh, that is weird. Chocolate, because I like chocolate and it's no. delicious. How does it relate yeah. to you and your spirit? Yeah. I was gonna say cherry, and I had a really good thing for that, but beat you to the punch. I know. You beat so me chocolate with lime. So chocolate. How does it represent? <laughs> you beat you me with beat lime. Lime. <laughs> lime nickel. Chocolate, sweet, dark. Nope. You're blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a good... I don't have... It's just okay, that's sweet. Fine. I'll go with sweet. All right, well, now we have to ask. What, what's yours? Grape. Uh, Obviously. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Grape's good. And why? Grape's good. Everyone likes grape. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Everyone okay. likes me. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I like it. The choice is yours. Okay. You decide. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> you know what? That was good. That was, uh, that was a random. That was random. But I like it. I've been rethinking my life. <laughs> what is that? So many <laughs> flavors In terms of lime? Yeah. Uh, you know, we still have a few minutes. I mean... We we really just stopped worrying about our timelines, but yeah. generally we go for about an hour. Yeah, we still have about five or six minutes to an hour. Cool. How about a nice two minute speed round? Whoa! Can you handle this? I don't know. I know. I know. I gave. We gave you the choice. Yeah, you told me I have to pick one or the other. Yeah. So this is called the sandbag portion of the show where we so, just so, hit, so. hit you with another segment, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, do what I can, but don't expect anything good. Right. It's going to be fantastic. You ready uh, with the time? Always. Literally. Wait, okay. how many questions do have to answer? Uh, two minutes worth. Two minutes worth. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, I'm going to start. Uh, how do you like being sandbagged? <laughs> it hurts. Okay. Favorite TV show as a child? Yish. Boy Meets World. Are you right or left-handed? Right. Favorite city in Canada? Ottawa. Oh. Yeah. Least, nice. least favorite color? Pink. Ooh. Dream vacation spot? Ireland. Favorite eye color? Green. Most played song on your music device? Probably Need Your Love So Bad by Fleetwood Mac. Interesting. <laughs> Who has a better nose, Keegan or Amon? I don't judge beauty by physicality. I'm not asking Ooh. you to judge it. I'm Damn it. I'm <laughs> trick. I can do tricks. Mine was set, is set to have character. It's people say to ugly people. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nose for radio. <laughs> uh, uh, mom? Yes. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of a mean question now. Uh, do you still own a VCR? Yeah, I do. <laughs> what else am I going to watch? Beauty and the Beast on and Mighty Ducks. Come on, guys. There you go. What would you never do? What would I never do? Yeah. That's not a question. Hit a dog with a stick. There you go. <laughs> Good answer. Favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh, Michelangelo. Favorite pinata shape? <laughs> you can't say dark. No, I'm gonna go with uh, stormtrooper. Like it. Favorite Renaissance painter. Uh. <laughs> you can pass. My oh, I Michelangelo. All of them. Oh, that's that's time. That's time. Hey. Nice. How would that feel? Speedrun sounds so bad. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Right. It'd be funny for a speedrun if we we tried to like bait our guest into saying Michelangelo or something all the time, every, oh, every yeah. show or something weird like that. Yeah, we could have like a conversation beforehand yeah, or something. We're trying to elicit an That'd answer. Be cool. Elect. It's too bad we're spoiling our own premise. Right. No, right. no, no. They won't know. They're not going to Fair enough. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, before we go. Is there anything you want to plug? What do you want to mention again that you've already plugged? For instance, ah, yes. Fringe Festival. Like, or, and your, your play, yeah. for example. Yeah, The Harry Eight by Eugene O'Neill, playing at the Carlton Tavern quite a few months from now. Yep. April, I believe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mark that in your calendar. Done. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? That's it? Yep. All right. Well, we want to thank you for coming on the show uh, I know we had to pull teeth no we didn't you were very you were very willing to come we on the show we had hit several dogs with sticks but that's about it and that's why she's so upset I just wanted to stop the torture <laughs> <laughs> okay I'll do it uh, Keegan you want to talk about where uh, they can find us you can find us should we give Keegan this job <laughs> at the web address he's already H- a second chance http <laughs> uh, it's Podcast.ca. damn it right no Keegan are you kidding <laughs> me <laughs> also yeah. you missed the colon and the double two slashes no I was just joking alright Rob take over <laughs> it's ottawhatpodcast.com oh shit <laughs> uh, we have a feedback form 
Uh, so if you have any feedback, feel free to let us know. Yep. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. Twitter. Twitter. Facebook. Facebook. Yep. Yep. All uh, over the place. Why would it not be .ca? Okay, you know what? We'll, 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 no, we'll talk about Keegan to Keegan's going to buy the .ca domain so we can redirect it. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> uh, all right. So to finish this, oh, uh, who's next? Next we have uh, Chemical Engineer. Sure. I think he's a chemical engineer next yeah. week. And then yes. uh, we'll see you for the week after. Um, to finish it off, Becky. How right. dare you? <laughs> Call uh, me by my name. Young in name. Well, uh, we finish off with the guest saying, Auto what? Auto what? <laughs> <laughs>